to the people out there listening, how could the show be bad? Just enjoy it live from the spider room. The Internet Hotel Dropkick will be three young chucklers. I give that the space thumb of approval. Oh, God damn it. I set a standard as the sexiest host <laughs> of this show. You have no idea how hard it is to find headphones that are big enough to fit around my top hat. Idiot. You idiot. 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 You idiot. Too good. No, not good. Podcasturbation. You call it a tie, but I call it a cravat. I hate the world. I am a sociopath. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. This is about me. You can get like 20 ducks at a time in the mail. This is like my worst nightmare. What is happening here? What is happening here? What is happening here? Hello and welcome to How Could This Show Be Bad? Sweatcast. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, co-host it's... Dan. Hey. <laughs> hey, co-host Steven Montenegro. Hey. It and is unpleasant today. Right? You're unpleasant today. I'd like to just point out that I am, of course, your host as always. One of the third funniest people with a day no. job 2012. No, no you, we have to. Mike Lind. We, we pimped it last episode. We have to. People need to know the results. You can't be one of the third. You're fourth. You're what? both fourth. No, no, no. I'm one of the third. That's my official branding for the rest of my life. Nice. Uh,. Do you want to should we explain what actually happened while we're talking about that? Slightly better. I'd like to hear the story. Oh, who's oh, that? What the what? Hi. Uh, Who just I was came through the, the bathroom? Sweaty mist. Ladies but, uh, and gentlemen, <laughs> out of out of the mists, sweaty mists of the bathroom. Apparently, <laughs> yes. to put you, your both your statements together. It's our special guest, Patrick Bauer. How do you do, everyone? Woo, Patrick Bauer. <laughs> Woo. Please put your tops back on. Yeah, but Dan, it's hot, <laughs> Dan. I don't think, I don't think the people. I'm sure the people at home can't see it, but I'm sure they'd also want to know that you were sort of picking at your crotch while you did that. I was readjusting myself. You know, it's a sticky underwear kind of day here in the uh, the podcast world. Well, and I, I enjoyed the excitement that you that you gave for oh, announcing me. And uh, speaking of crotch, that's actually the exact sound my mother's vagina made when I was born. It was very weird. <laughs> it it also it also <laughs> cheered for you. Yeah. So you're so you were named by. Your mother's vagina. Yes. By just whatever people cheer. Isn't you were, everybody? You were named by, like, <laughs> your mother's strange embouchure of queef that occurred right after you popped the out. The resonance chamber that was your mother's womb named you. I think it's a cute story. It is. It's, <laughs> it's adorable. Yeah. yeah. Like, we should we'll, we should have you back for our special Mother's Day episode <laughs> when people talk about the the dear their dear old mothers yeah. and their vaginas. Email us what your mother's vagina said at howbadcast at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. You're going to get a lot of wolf gangs. <laughs> that's, that's, it's a, it's, it's, that's a common word slash name so. in the vagina vernacular. That's the go-to for I've vaginas. listened to a lot of vaginas yeah. in my time, and most of them say wolf gang when you give them a chance. You're known <laughs> for just... You're known in the female community for your technique of just putting your ear up to the vagina and listening to what it wants. Well, right. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a noble. I think yeah, I'm a good listener. Mm -hmm. Normally, it what it, normally it want, wants what the ocean. It want you saying it <laughs> wants the ocean? Yeah, maybe it wants to be cleaned. I suppose water. I don't, I don't think the ocean's that clean. It's all those fish it's and jelly supposed to be. things. What? This is this is what what women want should have been about. If the if 
if all of the execs hadn't like jumped all over it and said, no, you can't have Mel Gibson put in his ear to Helen Hunt's vagina. Well, it's interesting you mention that because if you actually read Steve Harvey's book, like the adaptation of the film is so loose because most of the book is about Steve Harvey's ability to listen to the human vagina. Well, I understand avoiding that in a movie. Wait, I, Steve Harvey wrote What Women Want? Am I thinking <laughs> of the right Steve Harvey? No, Steve Harvey didn't write What Women Want. Steve Harvey wrote uh, uh, Think Like a Man. which is So it's basically like, if I guess his book is more like, if you want something from men, do be them or something? I don't really get what. what? What are we? How did this get tied We're into the conversation? Steve Harvey, <laughs> world-renowned no, no, no. vagina listener. Well, I, you don't get a suit like that for nothing. No. Now I'm, I want to watch his Family Feud. <laughs> <laughs> really bad. Sounds way better than Dawson's just kissing him. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That is true. A step, that's for modern times. It's definitely a. We interviewed 100 vaginas. <laughs> Wolfgang, <laughs> <laughs> the number one response. <laughs> 98 out of 100 vaginas. Answers. Yeah, 98 out of 100 vaginas said something you'd find in the kitchen, Wolfgang. Mm. That's actually most of the language, and then it's just the way the vagina says it. It means Yeah, it's, it's a dialectical language. Oh, different tones. <laughs> different pops and whistles. Yeah. It's like Nkosa. What? what? The South African language that's, you know. That pops. we all know about. <laughs> it's... I thought that, you know, we were talking about it. I thought I'd add some more information. Wow, you're a piece of shit. Just attack me for no reason. It's, no it's, wonder your mother never really loved you. It's very so. hot out right now. Yeah, and in here where we record. Yeah. Outside. In here, outside. In here, outdoors. I think the problem is that we we all decided to walk into the little, like, tent flap studio room. Yeah. And instantly just... All of our like body heat filled this place up. Yeah, I was thinking that on the way down. I was like, are we going to cram into a space where we can share this delicious body heat? <laughs> yeah, and you you are not disappointed, no. I presume. No, not at all. Absolutely. This um, is great. It's, My... I feel like if we were all nude, that mm-hmm. would be that would keep it cooler. Why? I, I like not huddled together <laughs> for speak for yourself. I... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's well because you are nude. Right. People Already, if you if you didn't know that at home, I'm I am nude right now. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. If we were all nude, not just you, it's distracting. Um, <laughs> I'm fine with it. You're the one that was touching your groin. I didn't say I wasn't fine with it. I'm just saying it's distracting. It's hard to focus on such hard hitting topics like Steve Harvey and talking vaginas <laughs> when the beautiful naked body of Patrick is across the table. I have to admit something, like. Normally, I would be really supportive of your move into, like, the Steve Harvey part, but I just find... Like, me playing the part of Steve Harvey? Is that what you're saying? You <laughs> yes, want... I, uh, the, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the next host of Family Feud is Dan in blackface for oh. pretending to be the previous host of Family Here's the Feud. Thing. Oh. I had no problem, like, thinking about Mel Gibson listening to someone's vagina, mm-hmm. but the image of Steve Harvey putting his ear up to somebody's vagina disturbs me greatly. That's uh, racist. Yeah. It has nothing to do with his race. What it if, does have to do with his shape. What if head, Steve probably. Harvey? What if Steve Harvey had a talking beaver puppet on one hand? <laughs> Wait, like a the animal? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. No, you're right. The clarification was necessary there. <laughs> in Thank this, you. in this one, in this particular instance, <laughs> in this, in this insane path we found ourselves on. Am I to understand? Now, did you just not put two or two together, or have you not heard of Mel Gibson's The Beaver? I have not heard of this. Oh. 
Uh, well, Dan being our resident Mel Gibson's The Beaver expert. I am, in that I have actually watched it, uh-huh. and it is amazing. Is it a movie or it a show? Is. Okay. It is a movie where, for some reason, uh, Jodie Foster and some young kid, who's, this was his first screenplay, decided, you know what would be the most interesting way to interpret the uh, mental issue of depression? What if Mel Gibson was suicidal, but then started coping by talking to himself through a, like... Cockney beaver puppet on his hand that taught him how to live a better life. Which, by the way, includes making love to his wife with the puppet. What? It is so weird. Wait, so this is just a this is just a puppet that came to life in order to get some. Well, the puppet, that's the thing, is the puppet itself isn't really... No, this isn't like a prequel to Ted. Like, the puppet isn't oh, alive. Yeah, did no. Mark, did Mark Mel movie. Gibson know that the cameras were rolling? <laughs> <laughs> that's still up for debate. That's still up for debate. Okay. Ironically, in the in the special twist ending, they reveal at the end that the beaver was in fact a Jew. Oh, <laughs> nice try, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I yeah, appreciated. I appreciated that sentence. I appreciated that sentence because, like, for the first eighty percent of it, at least, I thought that it was going to be attacking me. Oh no! What? I don't well, take sides no. for that. Well, I do. It just takes me a while. Right. Then, yeah. Then look out. <laughs> then slap that beaver puppet right off your hand. Wow. So you you've you've now taken a side, and that side is against Mel Gibson. I think it's a safe side to take. Controversial. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Controversial side. Hey, but... you know that scumbag? I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> that guy that everyone hates. I'm not on board with that. Yeah. Wow. We've really. Uh... We've done a lot in the first few minutes of the show. Burying Mel Gibson? Yeah. Someone had to do it. Right? Someone had to finally make a joke about the fact that Mel Gibson is not a good person. Someone had to sift through the just nigh-constant praise of Steve Harvey and his many talents (laughs) and get to the heart of the matter, which is that Mel Gibson is kind of an asshole. And no one should like That's him. the heart of Steve Harvey? <laughs> at the heart of Steve Harvey, at his really core and his essence for being, is that Mel Gibson is a dick. Yeah. You guys, I think I've really learned my lesson here. In spite of the fact that it's less pleasant, mm-hmm. I'm going to vote Steve Harvey listening to women's vaginas instead of Mel Gibson. Wow. That's, so my official, you, wow. that's my official how could this be bad stance, you guys. You didn't even get the name of the show right. <laughs> You got the name of your own show wrong <laughs> while proclaiming while proclaiming something, anything really, to be the official word of the show. <laughs> I, you did not get the name of the show. I That's t- the name of the segment. Patrick's body is distracted. This is what I'm saying. It's very distracting. Yeah. Well, if I could just take all eyes off my body for a second and okay. force you to look inside your memories of his sitcom, I thought it was pretty good. Steve now, Harvey show? Yes. Yeah, I actually, I was on board with it. And if we're talking about adding him listening to vaginas... Mm-hmm. Wow. I think that would have pushed that over the top. I think I think the WB would still be a network. Yes, I think the whole world would be drastically different. I don't know. I just, like, I found Steve Harvey easier to take when he had, like, the hair on the top. Whether that was, whether that was real or a lie. But now that he's, like, just like a smooth egg with a mustache, yeah. like, I just, I, I don't want to picture him listening to a vagina. Was he going bald? I, I think, think so. Been. Yeah, like no one. That's no usually one, the reason to yeah. do yeah. it. Yeah. Do you think the WB failed because everyone is expecting that 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 Michigan J Frog would be on every show? 
and then just chose not to watch it because they were not interested in the like show they'd too. See him, frog. They'd see him between the shows. They'd be like, yeah, the frog. And then they, you know. Oh, you Naming a... the frog, I think, is one of the worst things that has ever happened in the history of the world. <laughs> I agree. Naming that frog? Yeah. I think it, it happened in, like, the 40s. No, well, they, they never call him by name in the cartoon. Not in he the might cartoon. have had an unofficial name floating around. Oh, right. okay. They just never referred to him. And no. that was one of my favorite. Chuck Jones is an amazing cartoon. And and now it's ruined because everyone knows who the frog. They call him Michigan J Frog, and it angers me. So wait, yeah. you're a, you're an actual old frog cartoon. You're coming at this from the angle of I am an old frog cartoon purist, and I am pissed that you have assigned a name that didn't exist. In a little old... bit. It, it's it's once they lost, you know, the, the last decent director of the cartoons, they needed to stop making them. And they keep trying to bring back Looney Tunes in different ways, and it is awful 100% of the time. So you are arguing that Animaniacs was not a timeless program that should be cherished by children for generations to come. Animaniacs was an original Warner Brothers cartoon that did did not have to do with the old Looney Tunes, Merry Melodies cast. I mean, there was some crossover, and that's fine. I enjoyed Tiny Toons as well, although Tiny Toons switched uh, uh, animation directors at some point. And with that came new writers as well, and the show got extremely dumbed down. And they started yeah, I guess, the as I recall, it used to be it used to be pretty clever, like it, absolutely. And, and yeah, I had a similar problem when they uh, combined Batman the animated series with the Superman cartoon. Mm-hmm. The animation completely changed, and I felt like it lost some of its balls as well. Well, that's going to happen when you add Superman into the mix. Yeah, yeah. He's Superman, the most boring superhero. Yeah, the most boring <laughs> superhero ever. Um, okay. Man, we are taking people so, to task on this episode. Can I, I know. Can I we say, haven't even Mel Gibson is a jerk. We haven't even finished Superman our intro is boring. Yet. Can I say, what does it say about us as a people that the Superman is actually not even from Earth? Mm. That we had to go to a different planet still, to find the ideal he's still, man. He's still American, though, right? Like, well, yeah. Yeah, okay. Kry- Krypton was, was an American protectorate. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, it's like the Marshall Islands. Of space, wow! <laughs> yep, I think that I think the Marshall Islands <laughs> might be the only <laughs> might be the only American protectorate left. You All guys right. could have just rolled through it. You didn't have to acknowledge that. <laughs> All right, you guys. I think I think what we're gonna do is we're going to uh, we're gonna take a little break. What after the incredible momentum we just built up with the Marshall Islands reference? Well, that's the thing. I need to look up Marshall Islands. I need to look up like. Uh, you don't need to go bringing verifiable facts into this. <laughs> How do you feel about the Marshall Islands Manhunter as a character? <laughs> yeah! I thought it was a bit of a racist caricature. <laughs> we'll be right back on How Could the Show Be Bad. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime gal. Send me a kiss by wire. Baby, my heart's on fire. If you refuse me, honey, you lose me. Then you'll be left alone, oh baby. Telephone and tell me I'm your own. Welcome back to How Could the Show Be Bad? Got the name right that time. Yeah. Good work. Good hustle. And we're Dan, back. Slap from him on the ass. A lot of coaching in between segments. Yeah. <laughs> well, we just had. What we did is we had Mike just stare at Patrick's naked body for 15 minutes in silence, so he got desensitized to it. Right. Yeah. And now I can uh, form words as well as I used to be able to. Which which is not that well. Not that high of a standard. Over the course of the break, we've moved this conversation along quite a bit. I won't fill you in on the details of how we got from Michigan J. Frog to 
Stevens uh, has something important to say about Spider-Man. But believe me, it was certainly a straight line that didn't diverge <laughs> anywhere near uh, hentai tentacle porn. So, first of all, you didn't need to do any of that because we ended the last segment talking about cartoons and comic books. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I just have, like, I just have, so I heard the stupidest thing ever about the new Spider-Man movie the other day. And then I... That then it's I, being made? Well, okay, so this this was the this was the conceit of the person that I was overhearing, is that they were pissed that it was being made. And I'm listening to this, and I'm like, okay, well, this person, random person that doesn't know that I'm listening to the conversation, because I'm creepy like that. <laughs> I agree with you, but you're still very annoying. I wish I could have a reason to hate you. And then it came, the reason to hate this woman. She says... Wait, is this a new segment? <laughs> the reason to hate this woman? I don't know. She says, yeah... I don't know why they would make a new movie so soon anyways. In fact, they clearly ran out of stories. They don't even have Mary Jane in this movie. They had to invent a new girl for Spider-Man <laughs> to be oh in love with. Oh, my God. Like, I was pissed that they had Mary Jane in the first Sam Raimi one. I shouldn't yeah, say pissed, but yeah. I was like, whoa, 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 you're cutting right to the, the meat there. We got a, yeah. you know, we got an appetizer here in, in uh, you know, we got Betty Brandt and then obviously Gwen Stacy. And can I, can I, uh, this, and this has long been a, uh, a point of contention for me with the recent Spider-Man movies. Like, since I found out the casting of the new movie, mm. I am livid. Livid to the point where I should not be able to get this angry about something like this mad. Uh-huh. That the woman that they cast to play Mary Jane Watson was a natural blonde, maybe. And the woman that they cast to play Gwen Stacy was a natural redhead. Hmm. That's weird. <laughs> That's, uh... It's the magic of movie making. It's the magic of making me angry. Oh. Like, what? <laughs> Come on! Yeah. Well, you know... You they... couldn't find a blonde actress to play Gwen Stacy? I have come to not expect shit from comic book adaptations. Yeah, well, yeah. That they're, they're almost always going to be horrible, that they're going to miss the point of the source material. And a lot of people like, like to get on my case, like, oh, you just don't like it because it wasn't exactly like the comic. And I'm like, what? No. <laughs> they that's, all that's... talk like that when they get on your case? Absolutely. Every Everyone. single person. It's weird. Um <laughs> They do a really they're good like impression the, of me doing an impression of them. They're like the I, warlocks or whatever from the time machine. Garlock? <laughs> <laughs> what are you? The warlocks. The, the Morlocks? Morlocks, that's what it yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know, because there, there's been comic book adaptations that I have enjoyed. Um I'm trying to think of them. Yeah, no. say, you're going to have to cite examples here before people will believe it, because you've already set yourself up to be unbelievable on this one. Well, I, I did enjoy the uh, the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man flick. I also thought it was good. Yeah, me too. And it, it had good. Randy Macho Man Savage in it, so like, yes. how could it have really been bad? <laughs> right. Even uh, the rest I could have done without terrible. some of the cheesemo moments, you know, where, where the, the New Yorkers are on the bridge, like, you mess with Spidey, you mess with all of them. Yeah. yeah. Like, but, all right. like, clearly they, they threw that in there, like, seconds before they shipped it to the theaters. Right. It's another symptom of post 9-11 America. Yeah. It's like, we're all banded together now. There hasn't been a mugging in New York for five years. That might have even been like some executive at Sony remembering how America reacted back during Pearl Harbor. It was like, Jesus, guys, we really got to make sure we, we got to get on board. With- yeah. Because it was at, yeah, it was like in, it came out either late in 2001 or early 2002, right? Well, yeah, um, they had to, they so- had to take out a shot of Spider-Man like between the two towers. Yeah. yeah. But like, so like, 
It may have been before they may have cut that into the movie before the execs and like the creative team knew how the nation was actually going to re- react and be like, we have to just predict this and get on board. Right. In but, the second one too, where they pass them to the back of the was it a bus or a subway car? I don't uh, remember. It was a non-existent L train in Manhattan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> must be why I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't true to the, <laughs> right. the reality in right. which. But I mean, they're, they're doing a strange like leave Alan Moore's body of work alone. Quit making movies out of them. They, yeah, they're all shitty. They're all awful. Uh, Watchmen being the worst. Wouldn't one. those movies have helped if at some point a bunch of New Yorkers would have come and be like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you messed with." Alan Quartermain, you messed with me. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my – I still haven't seen The Watchmen. Um, Good. And I just keep, like, sort of forgetting to see it. Um, I kind of forgot I did see it. So but here's, it's here's, my take on, here's my take on something like The Watchmen and, like, where I think I might diverge with you on this is, like, I liked The Watchmen, which suggests – like, not the movie, but, like, its existence as a, you know, IP franchise. So which suggests to me that, like, I like things like that. So if the movie, while not exactly right, is something like that, then I should logically like it. But then, if the movie's just bad, then it's just bad. I think it's just bad. I, it, it's difficult to... Be, my two-word review for it after I saw it was blue junk. And I meant it in, in both ways that you could possibly take the term blue junk. Uh, meaning that it, it was uh, o- overly sexualized more than it needed to be. Yeah, um, And then... Dr. Manhattan's genitals you get to see. <laughs> Which, you know, of course, is expecting Dude, that. But I, I mean, spoilers. I mean, that, that was the only thing anyone talked about. The in that. junk yeah, I mean, that movie. To be up. fair, the junk is from the original source too, but Billy Krujov's constant erection was so awkward and distracting for the entire run of that movie. <laughs> Dan, spoilers. <laughs> um, I was actually like, I was more annoyed with the uh, V for Vendetta movie. Like... That was just not a good movie. Like, I, w- I was just like, they they had like, they turned the ending into like a big, like, like a Wachowski Brothers fight choreograph- choreography showdown, which is like the exact opposite of what the final like fight that V did in that book was. Like, he just sort of let himself get killed. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't actually know anything about the source material when I saw that movie. Um, and still determined it was bad. <laughs> I recommend just about anything that Alan Moore has ever written, unless it has been turned into a film. <laughs> <laughs> well, not the original, but the yeah. film. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, sorry, I realized I worded that. You stand by anything up until the film from each. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Although Alan Moore kind of seems to take that philosophy now. He even he Where, <laughs> If it has been turned into a film, he hates it too. <laughs> right. Like, he even hates his work after they start turning it into films. He he wrote a biography for Kool Aid Man, which I thought was great. <laughs> what? Yes, it really oh, it was very excellent. It appeared like is it, is it an actual book? It was just a backup story in the last issue of uh, Hate. Oh, so Alan Moore wrote it. And Peter Bag drew it, but it's it. not like a five hundred page like no, hardcover biography no, 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 of Kool Aid no. Man, <laughs> which I would read the shit out of. Absolutely, if only because that is the most involved <laughs> joke ever. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I. I mean, you're going to be prepared to be disappointed. And then he lived forever, and the same things kept happening. Like, that's the end of that biography. (laughs) I suppose. Have we seen the Kool-Aid Man in the last few years, though? I mean... Yeah, is he actually still doing stuff? Well, he's retired. Works for Family Guy. (laughs) No. 
Oh yeah, the doesn't, guy gets to keep doesn't doing Kool-Aid every intellectual segment. property from like the years of 1982 <laughs> to 1992 work for Family Guy? Yeah, now? is there like an island somewhere where they've enslaved them all? Do we need to go free our favorite uh, serial hawking monsters from the 80s? <laughs> you might actually have to free the people who did their voices, since Seth MacFarlane is obsessed with getting the original voices for all of these. Is things. he? Yes, that's ridiculous. Can I ask what happened to Fruit Brute? Which one was Fruit Brute? He, he was the uh, the werewolf. Oh. oh wait, what? One I'm of the okay. monster cereals. Really, there was a werewolf called Fruit, Fruit Brute. Brute. <laughs> yes, there was Fruit I Brute. I think I think you know based on the fact that the werewolf was called Fruit Brute. What happened to that as a marketing ploy? <laughs> well, <It's>... but <laughs> yet Yummy Mummy is okay then. It's... Oh yeah, you know Yummy Mummy is is perfectly normal and fine. The most edible cereal of all time. <laughs> Yummy mummy. Like, well, now that, it's not. It was right until that point. <laughs> right. That only lasted like for one year. Didn't yeah, it? and they had the weird origin myth where like the other three like uncovered the mummy's tomb. Right. Do you remember that? Like Count Chocula like had apparently set up some archaeological expedition <laughs> and needed a giant Frankenstein monster and a ghost to help Wait, him get into this temple. Were there two berry flavored cereals in that? There's Frankenberry and then there's Blueberry. Yeah. Right. One was blueberry flavored ish. Well. Wow. And then the other one's Frankenberry flavored. <laughs> yeah, Frankenberry flavored. Uh-huh. Yeah. SNL um flavored. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like like berries. Yeah. Like, I assume strawberries. Well, I don't know. We just keep on hitting gold. Yep. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> it's very humid here. It's everybody. hot, and Patrick's blue glowing junk is incredibly distracting. <laughs> That's a neat trick, though, isn't it? It is. That's, yeah. I, I eat no, a lot I'm, of booberry, is what it I, is. Yeah, it's, they, it can't be healthy. Every time I eat a bowl, I'm like, oh, this is going straight to my genitals. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird that all I that- think people would eat more of that if that were the case. <laughs> Have you ever gotten Have you ever gotten called up uh, to the big leagues to uh, lead Santa's sleigh when uh, Rudolph like gets gets into another like uh, heroin debacle or stuff? Something? I've often dreamed of it. Follow up <laughs> question: Which reindeer would be your fluffer? <laughs> oh, Second follow up question: When <laughs> Santa was walking toward the mound. And would have traditionally tapped either his right hand or his left hand to call in the reliever. What did he tap in this instance? He just grabbed his crotch. They, they knew what he was talking <laughs> about. Although the idea of leading Santa sleigh with a glowing set of, of, of testicles makes me wonder about why when superheroes fly, they always kind of do it, you know, uh, they're, they're horizontal. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, why like, why don't you be standing up? You could fly, too. Is it just like... Well, no, the wind shear. Like, no, the wind shear would be less pleasant that way. It'd be more uncomfortable. But if you're just kind of floating around, just kind of taking a nice leisurely yeah, I think fly it, yeah, around, I think town. If, it's a, yeah. if it's a Sunday stroll, that sure. that makes perfect sense. But if you're trying to get somewhere, like you got to streamline yourself. So here's a question: the can, air luge. can Superman fly fast enough that air turbulence would take his own super head off? Well, it might maybe a normal person's head, but not his super head. No, apparently not. Yeah, well, I mean, he can he can, you know, hold up to a lot of. Is this is this like your the god in the rock thing? Uh huh. Yeah, kind of. I realized that as I said <laughs> it, and was not proud of myself, but was hoping that people would just engage it and move on without pointing out. Are that... Are you assuming that Superman is upright when he's flying? Yeah, that's that's what out? I was saying. Is like, yeah. Okay, so he's upright. He's flying now. He's gotten to a velocity that's going to take that his, his neck muscles cannot support. 
I think something might happen to the Earth before that yeah, It creates a time paradox. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like that's what happens when he goes. I mean... I mean, he can already he can already fly faster than time. Apparently, sometimes. Yes. Well, in the second movie, when he he turned yeah. the world around in, in that reverse time right. instead of you killing know, everyone. Yeah. No, 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 no. There is sound physics to support the fact that it would reverse time. <laughs> okay. That sort of pointed to like the movie makers having like an Earth centric view of the universe. That's true. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder what it did to the sun and its orbit around the Earth while Superman was spinning <laughs> the Earth the other way. Now, here's a good question: Was that Richard Donner that did that, or was it the director that took over the movie? Because he, I believe, he was fired mid movie. But he spun the was Earth he? around in the first one too. In the first one, he did. Yeah, I don't remember that. Because the dam breaks and then Lois gets killed, and then that's he's like, what I was ah. thinking of. Is that the first movie? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so maybe it was just the first one. <laughs> I feel really stupid right now. Boom. So, so it was Richard Donner then, is what? I guess so. What oh, look at his so flagging blue. No, 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 I know no. the glow is starting yeah, to fade. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a bit of a, it's got a bit of the floppy sock thing going on there. This has reached like sawhawk levels of this podcast. Like we're talking about testicles and comic books ad nauseum. <laughs> well, and anyone who's directed a Superman flick or like the show. Why is no one bringing back the different colored kryptonites? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. What an amazingly cheap plot device yeah. that would liven up any shitty Superman movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Except even... for gold kryptonite, of course, because that would be, you know, game over. It's, everything's done. I don't remember what gold kryptonite does. Go- gold kryptonite it's takes the one that powers makes it away. game over and everything's done. <laughs> Speaking of Alan Moore, I just finally read his Superman story, the Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow. And yeah, that's, I read that. He's... <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, gold kryptonite. He goes into the, the deal, and it's the gold kryptonite, and he's powerless, and he uh, dyes his hair, marries Lois Lane. Just hangs out. That's yeah. spoilers, again. But I prefer red kryptonite, I think. That's, Which one is that? Because that's the one that it'll, like, manipulate his powers, do weird stuff to yeah, him. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's the unexpected six one. Arms. It's the slapstick one, yeah. No. They should just do a whole movie with that. Yeah, like it was just yakety sax is the entire score to the movie. <laughs> you know, I try to say yakety sax on stage. No one gets it. I had to actually say Benny Hill theme. Oh, yeah? And it, it really makes me disappointed in America. That no one knows what it Everyone is. Everyone should do their homework. Uh, everyone should know what the Benny Hill theme is called. I think so. I, I, I'm being totally serious when I say that. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'm with you. Like uh, I I feel the same way about the Spy Hunter theme though. Oh, it's uh, the uh, Peter Gunn. Yeah, yeah. Like I <laughs> wow, feel I s- pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, gosh, don't look stupid again, Patrick. Yeah, the pressure was on there. <laughs> yeah, but was, look at the full-on Blue Ranger he's sporting now <laughs> after getting that right. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a nice glowing confidence boner now. <laughs> I was really disappointed when the Spy Hunter theme was just like I remember the Spy Hunter theme being an actual like original thing. As opposed to just being like the... Well, you didn't know what it was before Spy Hunter, so it had that effect for you. I knew what it was before Spy Hunter. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm still not quite sure. What then why about. were you expecting the Spy Hunter theme to be something cool and original? I think you had unreasonable expectations then. Because I, I remembered it differently. Oh. Oh, so your memory's an idiot. <laughs> yep. This, uh... <laughs> You know, normally your your confrontational uh, personality, like you know, spins gold out of <laughs> garbage. But I don't know. I don't, right now, it seems to just be spinning gold kryptonite for this entire conversation. Absolutely. 
Uh, but bad. I just like Peter Gunn because it, it's two uh, euphemisms for penis. It's true. It's <laughs> a good point. Jimmy John. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Jimmy John, yeah. Yeah. Like Jimmy John's. Only that kind of be maybe more like, more like Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Isn't that a football coach? Enough. Isn't that the football coach that does the commercial oh, does. for boner pills? What? Is it? What? Um, was he a Dallas, was he coach of Dallas Cowboys at some point in time? I, I think I know who you're talking about. You know, I'm not as uh, a big enough football fan to be able to verify. I think, facts but, like that. but I think that is the football coach that did a commercial for boner pills, and now I just realized that that's funny. Can I just say how impressed I am that we have gone off on so many like esoteric subject matters, but somehow always kept it grounded in human genitalia? <laughs> this episode, we're committed. We're committed to our theme. That think, we planned on before we started the show. So is this episode going to be called Human Genitalia with Patrick? <laughs> you did not seem convinced that that was his name when it fell out of I your realized, mouth. I realized I had already forgotten your last name. Bauer. Bauer. That's right. <laughs> and to the surprise of absolutely nobody, if you say we had Patrick on and talked about... <laughs> you can leave it blank and they will say dicks, balls, pussy. What are you talking about? Uh-huh. Tentacle rape. Kryptonite. That's why. That's why they. That's why they call him Patrick Tentacle Rape Hentai Bauer. We haven't actually talked about tentacle rape on the show. No. no, but you pointed it out that it was it was part of the diversion. Right. Um. We actually. I got to looking up some some hentai photos online. Well, photo drawings, I guess. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. just just the photos would have been more disturbing for that, photos. I yeah. that I would have been one more disturbed by and two more interested in seeing <laughs> because there is a there's a whole cryptozoological subtext to that absolutely that i am interested in well i do think the worst one the one that i that i ended up saving to my phone um <laughs> yeah. the so, cat woman with the prolapsed anus and the and a kind of a weird looking vagina was, mike I, will mike will post the photo on his facebook page not true, <laughs> so, not true. <laughs> can i ask what you plan to do with that picture well, send it to people. <laughs> Unsuspecting I people would, like, are going and, to receive it. And I've asked you for this already, but now I'm going to put it out there into the world for the uh, twos and threes of people that listen to this. Yes. That I would love for you to go home, attempt to jerk off to that photo, and then report back how it went. It's, it's not going to happen. I just <laughs> I can't do it. I already know I can't. There's nothing to me. There's nothing sexual about it. What it's if like you a, just? What if you sit down, like just nail every question in an episode of Jeopardy? Get that raging blue confidence boner. <laughs> right. So like Wednesday night. Um, <laughs> yeah, I play along at home. Good. <laughs> Boy, I, I just I don't know. I, I you know I could I could have a, a splint on it, and I don't think it would stay up. <laughs> Mike will post a photo of that on his Facebook page. Uh, the splint, like just the splint. How come? How come this? How come this episode? Uh, all all posted photos are are my my own personal Facebook page well, responsibility because, because we're a family to... show. We don't want to smir- besmirch our Facebook yeah. page. What? When yeah. did the family come into this? The, uh, we have tw- we have. Tons of child likes on Facebook for the show. <laughs> Perhaps we should move on to the, the drawing of Spider-Man cornholing the burglar that shot Uncle Ben. <laughs> Look, that is something that America has waited too long for. Yeah. That's Absolutely. All so like, you're, you're encouraging our listeners to, to, after, to turn this off right now and Google Spider-Man fucks burglar. I that, think so. Okay. I think Spi- Spider-Man fucks burglar would probably find you that photo. Well, I'd never or, seen it before. It must be from the Ultimate Universe. Or, <laughs> we, <laughs> or we may discover a isn't entire... he like fifteen in the Ultimate Universe? Well, he's dead. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, and now what? he's yeah. got a replacement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, oh, there's a wow. replacement. Spider-Man. It's been a long time since I've read the uh, Me too. any of the Ultimates. But, you know, I sometimes look at things on the internet. <laughs> yeah, Dan doesn't even read comics anymore. He just waits for this for the series to run its course through a through a plot arc and then reads its Wikipedia page to find out what happened. That is somewhat accurate. <laughs> <laughs> It seems like it's kind of ruining the interesting portion of reading. So, look, the we, books. sometimes when you're sometimes you're so bored at work that even reading a summary of a comic book is interesting enough to distract you. You could probably just find comics online that you could read. Dan. But I feel like that would be much more obvious at my desk, right? You should have the comics on a on one like little laptop yeah. that you ha- have. You know what I mean? Embedded into the other bigger laptop, the work laptop. <laughs> Wait. So, <laughs> like hiding a comic inside of a book. But, damn. like, where. So, hmm. So, would part of the keyboard flip up then to show the littler keyboard mon- and monitor? Or like, You'd have to cut out the keyboard. So, you just. So, the work laptop would no longer be functional at all. Right. Comic books on the tablet, uh-huh. and then that in front there of the, the work computer screen. The invention of the tablet has made this dream possible. It's Dan. true. Or, you know. Just your iPhone. Who I don't have either of those things. I know. You should get at least one of them. Then you could read comics anywhere. <sighs> Man. Which no. I do recommend reading comic books on a 10-inch tablet. It works. Yeah, it's actually pretty... <laughs> it's, 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 I, I you thought it wouldn't, I have done the same, does. and I was also surprised that it worked. Like, the, the sort of automated scrolling the view through the page thing works quite well. Was anyone else feeling that, like, palpable tension where I wasn't sure if Patrick was being sarcastic or not until the very end of that sentence? Uh, no, like, I'm not even sure no, which part I wasn't of the conversation sure was, you're talking about. I wasn't about. sure he was being sarcastic either, but I said I decided to move in with my own opinion. Yeah. Uh, and then if it turns As out he was... a standard behavior for you. And then if it turns <laughs> out he was, I would have attacked him mercilessly. Right. Well, I really dodged a bullet then. Yeah, yeah. good job. <laughs> Expert podcasting. <laughs> you can hear that concern in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm glad that didn't happen. <laughs> once, again, our, once again, our guest begins to represent I the am, audience. <laughs> I, am just, I am just blue and flaccid right now. I have been knocked down a peg. It's hot, guys. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay. We're, it's, it's break time again because, yeah. as you can see, my beverage is empty. Yes. And that means that I will slowly Don't start dying. Don't say beverage like you might be drinking something cool or respectable and not water. Yeah. Hey, what could be cooler than water, everybody? This Hydrate yourself. The- water console. Physically fit. <laughs> Move. Do. Today is the day we take the stairs. No one say anything. Just let him go. <laughs> is it fluorinated or fluoridated? <laughs> I don't know. On how could this show be bad? Hey. Welcome back to How Could This Show Be Bad? Relax, cast. Woo! Oh. Just sit back, melt into your sweaty chairs, and mm. let's keep... Uh, Even my hammock is sweaty. <laughs> uh, all, the, 
the fat of your body is all extending <laughs> like an inch I know, out I'm of gonna each have like, square. I'm going to have like a big netting. macrame pattern on <laughs> yeah, my ass. That's horrible. I am sorry for staining this chair, by the way. You're not really the first. You're not no, the you're on. sitting on the stains of a, of a million of your forebearers. Yes. Oh. Yeah. That chair was pure white before. The, we consider it the, the signing of the wall. Uh, of our podcast yeah. yeah nice everybody puts their own special color onto it mm-hmm. well yeah it's kind of becoming like a topographical map of the <laughs> rocky mountains yeah cool. <laughs> yeah yeah which makes it super pleasant to sit on it which... is a we- it's a weird uh it's a it's a weird coincidence that it is it is actually completely accurate oh yeah yes in the rocky mountains a lot of people do not know this but uh the rocky mountains actually has a giant peanut casing <laughs> Embedded yeah. into the rain. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Huh. Yes, Dan? No, never mind. <laughs> it all checks out. <laughs> it all checks out. So, Pat Power. <laughs> hey. Well, you, I'm sorry. What's his last name? <laughs> uh, Bow- Bauer. There it Bauer. is. Yeah, that's right enough. Bauer. <laughs> yeah. Not Bowster? You're sure it's not <laughs> Bowster? That was, off mic. that was an off-mic conversation. <laughs> um, so, recently, I had to travel briefly. Uh-oh. What is this leading into? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, turns out, the place that I went, uh-huh. not a big fan of. <laughs> you I... might even say, I hated it. Steven hates you. <laughs> Steven hates me. Steven hates part of the country. I was a sleepy little bit of it. Yeah. A little bit I kind of ran out of steam. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of got into my like lackadaisical. Like, I, I pictured it for the last part of that song. I was sitting on like a Georgia front porch fanning myself with like Well, if hat. you're truly a Georgian, yeah. you'd have someone to fan you. Oh, sure. It sounded less like... Uh, Less like a southern gentleman song and more like an old Negro spiritual song. Oh, well, I was a, I'm a progressive. Uh, <laughs> you know, I enjoy the I enjoy the music of all cultures, <laughs> including, even, the, even, including even the ones you're enslaving. The ones that I've subjugated <laughs> in an institutional uh, in, institutionalized uh-huh. system. Yeah. So, race relations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is where uh, this is. That's a hot topic here. Yeah. Um, Pat Power. With, <laughs> with Pat, Pat Power. Often spoken with, in the same sentence as race relations. <laughs> race relations and Pat Bauer. Yeah. So what do uh, you hate, Stephen? So recently, <laughs> what? Uh, I found myself spending on a literally 32-hour trip to St. Louis, Missouri. I do not care for St. Louis, Missouri to begin with. Second of all, wait, why? Why, why is the yeah, beginning? There's this backstory there. for it. I'll get to that. Oh, this is like this is like a this is like memento. I'm going to tell it backwards. Okay, build it the way you want to build it. Yeah. So, I had to go there for work. I flew in like one day. I flew out the next day, like six hours later. So I was there for like thirty or thirty-two hours. Uh-huh. Um, first of all, it was. It was not. It, it was not that long ago, but it was much cooler at the time. And St. Louis was still fucking disgusting. It was always disgusting there. The air is made of the river, and the river smells like shit. <laughs> like, uh, it was like it was what April or May or something like that that I was there. Those were the wrong months to go. Yeah, it shouldn't have been that hot. Like you spent a lot of time in St. Louis. No, not smelling a lot. things. Enough, enough. Time. Um, 
Uh, I agree with you so far. I got no, really nothing to say. I was trying to interject for no reason because really I'm just kind of sitting here nodding. Because we, I discovered, can't hear we, discovered that. That, we discovered off mic that you also don't care that much for St. Louis. That That is correct. Um, second of all, I don't uh, – like. I don't know what that city is. That city doesn't know what that city is. Like a quarter of it is like like this old genteel southern civil war town and they're still trying to keep the history of the buildings alive. A quarter of it is just a fucking zoo and a botanical garden. A quarter of it is an endless suburb that runs all the way to fucking Kansas City. And then another quarter of it is what can only be described as the world's most confusing ghetto. Like, this, like, beautiful Riverside, like, property that should be developed either by companies because there's an easy place to pollute or by people that, like, build fancy houses and have a, like, pleasant view of the river up in, like, northeast St. Louis is just, like, the worst ghetto ever. It's this neighborhood that Nelly would love to pretend that he was actually from. I was sort of hoping that the world's most confusing ghetto would be, like, a really poor Dr. Seuss neighborhood. No. No. No one had, uh... No one had stars on their bellies that weren't immediately <laughs> followed by the name of a gang that you've never heard of. Um, I was at the comedy club that I worked there, though, was actually really cool. Was that was it? the one saving grace. Which Was it in the confusing ghetto part or in the... Well, I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I, you know, I, I don't know enough about the, uh, the layout of the city to know exactly where I was, although I've been around different parts of it, and most of which are, you know, yes, very disgusting. <laughs> um, it was called uh, Comedy Etc. 2. Which is apparently closing down, and I thought maybe they're moving to a different location. I haven't been able to verify this yet, though, and I'm very sad because I like the club, and, and the owner of the club was a really cool guy. And the weirdest part was I was dreading it because I found out the club was in a hotel. Ooh. Would you ever, ever seen like a, like a hotel club? It's usually it's like it's the hotel bar, uh-huh. and they kind of put a you know makeshift stage like up a pallet uh, a pallet yeah, uh, right. a grow light and a microphone in a corner so i'm walking through the hotel gonna go introduce myself before the show and, and i see it and it is this big real gorgeous club embedded into the hotel it's like it's like someone was flying a comedy club and crashed <laughs> it into the hotel. <laughs> um I, I maybe i should try and stay at that hotel next time i'm there yeah, well, like, I guess the club won't be there anymore. But. Well, then I don't care. Yeah, but then some some other institution might crash itself into your room while you're sleeping. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> or it could turn out awesome. So but, was was the, was it named? Uh, what was it named again? Comedy etc. Two was two spelled T O O or was it the no it, with uh, Roman numeral? Uh-huh. Ironically, comedy etc. Three survived, thriving, bigger than ever. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, what wouldn't you expect three to follow? Like be around after two no, goes away? No, because you think the first one is called comedy, etc. And then like their first, well, like, I assume the franchise or out or out or outbuilding is called comedy, etc. Two, and then the third one, the third one they made would be comedy, etc. Three. And you don't necessarily assume that these things get better with time. Well, maybe it just didn't. Maybe it didn't stick the landing when it flew into a hotel and. Yeah, so they skip right. right to comedy. It's like Final Fantasy. They skip right to comedy, etc. Four. Because right. well, the first one blew up in translation. <laughs> on its way over comedy, etc. Three wasn't open source, and therefore it didn't make it to a lot of hotels. Mm. But now they, they, with four, they, they've released the source code out to the public. Right. That it's, makes sense. It's landing on more devices, although it's still a smaller amount than you would think. You still have they're to... already coming out with four point one. Yeah, you still have to jailbreak your hotel in order to get it in there. Yeah. yeah. 
And by jailbreak, you mean knock out some walls and <laughs> and let prisoners roam free where you've rented people rooms for a night, which I would not be surprised if it happened at even some of your nicer hotels in St. Louis. Oh, that's right. We're hating St. Louis. I yeah. forgot what this is saying. Oh, no. Was about. I, oh, I was going to digress. But... No, feel oh, free. No, please. please. Just saw <laughs> Shawshank Redemption again. And third time? <laughs> again, I was disappointed with myself because... Underneath all the uh, the great parts of it, which, uh, you know, learning to hope and, and this wonderful story of friendship. Oh, yeah, something we uh, all need more I walk of. away from it going, fuck, I'd love to be in a jailbreak. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't need to be disappointed in that. I, I'm a little disappointed. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just going to disregard the beautiful message of the movie but, and just be like, but, oh, no, 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 that'd no. be tits to break off a president. <laughs> super cool. Not to mention but, disregard, like, their attempt to make breaking out of the prison seemed like a horribly traumatic experience. God, I'd love to crawl through shit miles of shit. (laughs) Look, look, if you... Speaking of St. Louis. If you have a dream... (laughs) Yeah, that's right. If you have the dream of breaking out of prison, you don't need a message about learning to hope. It seems like no matter what situation you could even imagine yourself in, you're hopeful enough. (laughs) You imagine yourself in the worst situation ever. For fun, and then you're hopeful enough to escape from it. You don't need that message. You don't need a wise old black man giving you a Mexican village to find. Well, that's the other way around. Yeah, he's right. oh, yeah, giving you a Mexican village to find. <laughs> yeah, it's not like he... yeah, they they cut that out. Of the I'm movie. the kind of man who can get you things. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, can I, oh, can yeah. you find me a Mexican village? Well, in the original cut of the movie, after Morgan Freeman is let out, he flies a Mexican village into a hotel. <laughs> And then uh, just sends the address to Tim And then it's Say Wataneo, et cetera, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, it all comes back. And then Pat Bauer gets paid $100 in a beer to go and tell jokes yeah. for 20 minutes. <laughs> no, so here's the thing about St. Louis. is like, it, like, it's not a city that grew up around a river. The river smells like shit, and that shit smell floats the entire width of the city. Like, it, locals... The, you know that locals are just sitting there watching the river go by, and if they saw, like, a dozen corpses, like, human bodies, like, children and everything, they would not think anything of it because they would expect that to be in the river there. But the I, the point I'm making here is that, like, the city is only on one side of the river. The other side of the river is East St. Louis, which you know when you add a qualifier to something that I already hate that it's probably because it's crappier and I'm mean, going to hate it more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is true. Oh. Because East St. Louis is awful. There's like 14 houses, 64,000 trailer parks, and 152,000 bars that are the size of warehouses that like just constantly have like have they have no air conditioning or heat in the winter like they're kind of basically like one end is open to the elements and like there are gangs of there are gangs of like roving marauders with purple mohawks that just like hang out in the corners and they have eked out turf in there it's like it's like the jail from a korean action film inside of these bars how did my you father have- lives in a trailer park in St. Louis? <laughs> Not in St. Louis, no. In Grove Heights. But so you're making the argument, though, that since your father lives in a trailer park that I was it wrong. It must be in, normal. In trailer parks are desirable things. <laughs> it's all have, I know. <laughs> <laughs> then why didn't you love St. Louis? Um, no, I hate it. Uh, but the funny part is that, yes, he actually he does because he, he couldn't get a, a for real home loan anywhere. And he is the weirdo. In the trailer, I didn't think it was going to be possible. But he's the weirdo, definitely, that, absolutely. That he's the weird guy that lives on lot 
twelve. Like, is he, or the, is he the lovable weirdo or is he avoided? No. Yeah. You, are, people are we don't like, like him. Are no. we talking like uh, Kramer a, weirdo or like um, I can't think of an example? TV never cast Boo Radley. He's, <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> it's part Boo Radley, part cantankerous old man. Mm. Uh, oh, I just expect that of trailer parks. Like you would and, think, like, and I I feel like that's going to be the lovable one because he's not a hillbilly. That chooses to live in a trailer because... Oh, you're siding with cantankerous old man? That's yeah. shocking. <laughs> well, my old man, he's like a literate hillbilly. He's a literate hillbilly. <laughs> yeah, it, which is odd. I don't know. Like the most dangerous kind of hillbilly. Yeah, the kind that could actually write up the pamphlet on how, in fact, the South will rise again. <laughs> Genetically speaking. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like the the honest blue collar origins of eugenics, right. <laughs> like yeah, Carl this, Sagan tells us we are all made of star stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and this is exactly how I feel about St. Louis. Oh wow, uh, that it's made out of inferior star stuff. No, I wasn't going the eugenic route. <laughs> They're hand-drawn star stuff. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. kind of bad ones where they don't, you know, make the lines go all the way through the drawing. They just kind of try and freehand the star shape. <laughs> um, this is my, my real problem with St. Louis, what I'm coming back to, uh-huh. is that the city has absolutely no identity. Mm. And it thinks that that makes it cool. Because it thinks it has like seven distinct identities, you know. Like it's like this. The, How did you cover so much of St. Louis? I've been to St. Louis before. Oh, okay. This oh, trip just happened whoa, to suck whoa, extra. Whoa. <laughs> we just blew the doors off this thing. This trip just happened to suck extra because, like, because out of the total forty hours of the trip, like ten of it was spent on planes. Hmm. <laughs> well, I don't think that's St. Louis's fault. No. Absolutely. It's St. Louis's fault. If I didn't have to go to St. Louis, if St. Louis wasn't there, there'd be no reason for me to go there, and therefore no reason to get on that plane. Today's show, by the way, is sponsored by the St. Louis Travel Bureau. <laughs> Come here. We're seven different types of suck. Enjoy the plane ride. <laughs> the airport there eats a dick, too. Oh. But you ever, like... You ever like like walking through like a dying or even a new mall? They're both kind of the same, and there's like every third storefront is like there's construction noises oh, coming Toledo, from Toledo, Ohio. Yeah, totally there's like construction noises coming from it, and like plastic over the front of it, but you know nothing's ever going to be there. <laughs> That's like every eight steps in the St. Louis airport. Like it seems like they're all they're always constantly almost about to put a Cinnabon in and doing the construction work to get it done, sure. but really they're just kicking up like asbestos dust. And making you walk like an extra thirty four miles to get outside. Uh, so even the airport had closed storefronts. Oh, absolutely! Saddest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. It's a. Uh, it, it you think at least there'd be people like getting out of there? You know? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Of course they wouldn't have time for anything. No, I don't need a fucking newspaper. I want to get out of the city. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, Fox News Superstore. I just need to leave St. Louis. <laughs> um. Oh. Yeah, there's nothing sa- sadder than like just a like closed for good like everything's collecting dust like Annie's pretzels. Hmm. <laughs> it's just sad. Like the world needs pretzels, okay? Like I, how is there not a demand for that? I I think there is demand in most yeah. places. Just not in St. Louis. Maybe St. Louis is too good for pretzels. Maybe they're mixing. Maybe they're mixing their dough with the shit water from the. Octopus. Just coming right out. Do you of the know river. who loves pretzels? <laughs> Brian Miller. 
<laughs> okay, let's talk about. We're done hating St. Louis. Let's talk about Brian Miller's love of pretzels. <laughs> he enjoys them. I, I Minneapolis comedian Brian Miller. Oh, uh, I often think about surprising him with a bag of pretzels now and then. What kind of pretzels? Uh, oh, you know, I'm not sure. Wait, wait, I guess I haven't, a, I haven't dived that far into it. This is a very sweet, entirely selfless <laughs> fantasy that you indulge in. <laughs> I just thought it would make him happy to have some pretzels. Like, in your rich fantasy world, not you only would. can you not manage to jack off to a to a rectal prolapse. <laughs> Catwoman, right. <laughs> but you also just lay awake at night and dream of the time that you might be able to just make Brian Miller happy by bringing him pretzels. But, yeah, but the ultimate fantasy would be he would escape from prison for the purpose of bringing Brian Miller pretzels. <laughs> I can't stay locked up in here. Brian Miller needs pretzels. Because you remember the name of the town, don't you? Uh, it's, it's Hanover, Snyder's of Hanover. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder so, what kind he likes the most. I wonder if he likes... Wait, know, wait, 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 no, wait. Wait, the, wait you no, spent a ton of time this. thinking about this, and you don't know what kind he likes? You haven't engaged him enough in... I haven't had the courage In to the ask. source material for his, for his slash your pretzel fantasy. It's a very but, personal question. Yeah, it is a personal question. And it's funny, is I know more about him blowing his load than I do about what kind of pretzels he likes, only that he likes pretzels. Sure. Isn't that a sad state of affairs in the American male relationship? Or we just in, we in, just don't share enough about our pretzel preferences anymore. And even in American culture and even the body politic, it's sad that we know so much more about, say, like, how Joe Biden would blow his load <laughs> than about what kind of pretzels he likes. I picture Joe Biden's process of blowing his load probably involves at least some sort of salty snack, though. Like, I feel like he... I, I was going to say mechanical device. Well, that too. <laughs> that too. There's no, there is no rule of physics that says that a salty snack can't also be a mechanical device. Sure. I suppose. Or he could get... I mean, maybe he could... I mean, it's a you know, vice president could probably get a machine that would feed him pretzels and assist him in... And, yeah, do the prost- prostate pump. And- <laughs> that sounds like a very specific device. An awesome device, yes. <laughs> low, low blow pretzel bot. I, <laughs> that pretzel is delicious, and I, I don't have prostate cancer. <laughs> I demand... I demand to be able to own a device mm-hmm. that specifically feeds you pretzels and helps Joe Biden blow his load. <laughs> I think that's only available on Air Force One's special Sky Mall. Yeah. Oh, man. The presidential sky. Mall. I bet yeah. there is an awesome presidential yeah. sky. Mall. You, you can get a you can get a pretzel feeding vice presidential low blower. You can get and a, comedy etc. And the government of a small 2. nation in West Asia. Am I right? Oh, oh, Tom, I wasn't listening to what you were saying. Yeah, something yeah, about. No, it's fine. You reacted right. I, I hit the markers. You reacted how you were supposed to. It was fine. China. That was the wrong time <laughs> to take a sip. Uh, <laughs> did we? Did we? Uh, I mean, are we done talking about pretzels? Because I was actually really on board with that. Well, oh, did you have more to say about? Well, pretzels? let's go through the pretzels he could like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was kind of hoping we'd go down that road. See, <laughs> of listing pretzels. You always get cutting edge conversations here on how good the show be bad, like the one you're about to hear. Different types of pretzel <laughs> list. <laughs> well, it's important. I think I prefer like a, a, a warm, soft pretzel. I do so prefer absolutely. the warm, soft pretzel too. Absolutely. And you can add either cheese or marinara. Like, and they're both delicious in a different way. Well, I always want better. the cheese cup, but it's always that processed yeah. cheese. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it'd be hard to. You can't really liquefy cheddar properly, right. so I don't know how that would maybe fill the pretzel with cheese. Sure. Yeah, those those That's exist too, and are also delicious. Sure. Yeah. 
I don't know that I'm pro marinara on this. It works. It works. Like I, I was, I was sort. Of, that was sort of intended to be a revelation. I recently tried it. It was delicious. Um, it wasn't like the most delicious, but it also like instead of salting the pretzel, they had parmesan to the pretzel, and it worked Ooh. really oh, well. Yeah. See, I was you thinking cheese that had to be first. involved. So. Yeah, that's you what were, I. That's what I'm saying. I was, I was getting to you it. You were being disingenuous. You were just like, yeah, just take any pretzel you want, dip it in marinara, it'll be great, America. <laughs> but no. It's a Parmesan pretzel. Yeah. What if the one I had just happened off? to be dusted with Parmesan, and I was getting blown at the time? Right. But, you know, <laughs> Joe Biden machine. Joe Biden loaned me his pretzels and low blow machine. <laughs> the blow blow machine. <laughs> I love that. That's a verb. Sure. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy, do you need to load blow? <laughs> you, know, you can't just use that in regular conversation. No. Is all I'm saying. Who's this guy that's calling the vice president, buddy? Probably uh, the Obama? president. Yeah. yeah, I would think so. <laughs> or maybe like, maybe like. Uh... I, I picture when Obama talks to him, like he uses the word "buddy." It's more in hey, sort of that, buddy. Like, <laughs> or more, more in that, or more in that sort of like you're sort of you, like your roommate that you just like you just don't even know what to do with him. It's just like, buddy, like, <laughs> this is this is what those come over have a beer meetings were like. Yeah. Hey, buddy, yeah. you need a load blow machine. <laughs> Dude, I think he would have solved a lot more of the race relations difficulties and police brutality or police harassment problems that we have in this country if he was just in the habit of handing out load blow machines instead of tiny packets of M&Ms with the seal of the president on them. Yeah. I'm going to need one of those machines if I'm going to go at that hentai drawing later. Ooh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Is that machine powerful enough? To make you orgasm. That'd be to put it to the test. Yeah, that'd be the perfect, like, John Henry is going to step in and help out. That doesn't seem like the logical... He's just like a manual fluffer, like yeah. the world's fastest he's manual beat, fluffer. He's going to beat the low blow machine. Yeah, he's but get and, he, that load and he also has faster. great taste in pretzels too. Absolutely, so. John Henry is uh, specifically fond of the uh, the large pretzel rods. Yeah, the rods. I like the butter rods. Sure, that sounds good. Yeah, the it. butter rods are delicious. The large pretzel rods get kind of dusty, and like, I, and then I need some sort of beverage. Ah, uh, um, dust. Oh, we convinced the, a guy in high school to try to smoke. One of those large pretzel rods, which basically meant that he inhaled charred pretzel dust. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is a terrible idea. We're like, yeah. Dan, Dan, that was me. What? You asshole. Yeah, I, I feel, didn't we have you smoke a French fry once, yeah. too? And then just like hot grease went down your throat? Yep. <laughs> Look, I didn't make good decisions when I'm young. And apparently by hanging out with you guys, I'm not making good decisions now. I, well, the, I it doesn't thinking. have to end. I make bad decisions. All the time. <laughs> there you it's go. Like very fun. Is it, Pat Bauer, beacon of hope for all people <laughs> who right. dream of making bad decisions. Right. Or crawling through miles and miles of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Or blowing a load while eating pretzels. Wow, you are like... Maybe we should have elected you president in 2008. Vice president. Yeah. Bouster, yeah, so. Bouster care would have probably been awesome. <laughs> I, I want to be the drummer in the band that is leading America. I don't need to be the, the front man. You're, the, you're like the nation's Ringo. Sort of, yeah. Still going strong after everybody else is dead or married to a one-legged woman. <laughs> yes, d- define the, the idea of prayer anymore. across don't, Ringo's don't last one. Don't go bringing one. your facts into this. This is your Hollywood <laughs> Minute with Mike Linden. <laughs> Low blow. Your Hollywood second. They're not married anymore. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> who, Mike, who else I get isn't... excited when I know things. <laughs> now who else to... isn't married anymore? Uh... What were you saying, Pat? <laughs> oh, you had me actually thinking about that now. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to talk about Tom Cruise well, and Katie Holmes. Which... Are they not married anymore? No. I guess not. They're oh, on the man. verge. Celebrity gossip, yeah, right? right? Am I right? Yeah. 
That's one thing I hate about Twitter sometimes is that I could care less about some of the celebrity gossip, and then I, I get but it. You just, it. I also know, but it becomes fun joke fodder in right. a way. But yeah. in another completely different way, I'm I'm just like no matter how fascinatingly strange Tom Cruise is, you just ignore him. Yeah, yeah, I also notice on Twitter, like I I follow a lot of comedians on Twitter, and like I notice that periodically for like three straight days, one of them like there's always someone doing it really for like three straight days. He'll post like. Someone will post like 160 tweets from like a comedian who I like their dick jokes, but it's just like serious social commentary on like some sort of tax proposal coming in front of Congress. <laughs> and they'll yeah. just read everything they can about it and post the stories and pull quotes out of it and stuff for like days on end. And I'm like, but what happened to you retweeting people's the pictures jokes? of their butts? Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's why I don't like, look, I could. I could follow, like, the White House press secretary on Twitter and see that stuff if I wanted to. I think that would be a horrible decision. Well, but we may have, <laughs> we may have known about this load blow machine before just now if any of us oh. had done it. Well, another That's what I'm saying. Someone's going to have to take theory. one for the team. Yeah. I actually think Hashtag load blow. I actually think Tom and Kate's divorce is, Tom ju- Cat? is a specifically designed distraction from load blow gate oh. 2012. Yeah. Good call. We're about to invade somewhere. I don't know. Marshall Islands, yeah, and they need to <laughs> they need to whip up they need to whip up the American sentiment. Our fighter pilots are climbing into their comedy clubs as we speak. Right. <laughs> Good call. Fighter back. pilots have to go to the comedy clubs. They uh, they're being uh, overthrown by the uh, by the drone. Why are we doing? I yeah. I'm sorry. I just See, I just, I just became I just became that Twitter comic. What just happened? <laughs> Yeah. I thought I thought I was going to be able to make that into like a uh, like a funny reference, but it just became like a commentary. Who, thing. So who would have thought though, when like we were little kids, that robots that we we designed robots to fly through the sky mm-hmm. and specifically just murder things when we point them at them and not transform into like humanoid. Well, robots. not just that, and but the, then we wouldn't be that interested in it. <laughs> well, and that's like the fun part of war, and we're like letting some robot. Do. It's like here, I made a robot to fuck my. My yeah. wife for me. Yeah, no, like, yeah, make a robot for the guy that walks up to the mountain cave and then gets blowed up by a grenade. Right, or a robot no. to write letters to the, the victims of the village that got bombed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Sorry to hear about <laughs> Send in the IOU Islands. for the $512 that uh, our rules of engagement say their lives were worth. Right. Really? It's <laughs> That's that much? They, uh, yeah, it's like multiple hundreds of dollars. Oh, Jeez. we are just going full Twitter now. <laughs> <laughs> we're all a Twitter. Ugh. I enjoy Twitter. I'm on Twitter quite a bit. Oh yes, you're you're actually well known. Uh, sort of, it's like all comics that follow me. I don't think I have like a lot of just for real regular people. By the way, what me. what is that Twitter account? The Patrick Bauer, <laughs> which and, and is only many, because some guy in Germany has just you know Patrick Bauer. So how many Ugh. S's are in your last name though? In Bauer, just one. Uh, <laughs> hold on here. This one always gets me. Five. Does, does the German guy at least use his Twitter account? He started to because what it was, it was there. It was inactive. There was no new tweets ever. There was like three followers, something like that. And what I did was is that was, there's no real way to get a hold of him because if he's not on, he's not going to read his at replies or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I started trying to log into, into his account and saying that I wanted <laughs> to reset the password, <laughs> knowing full well that I was not going to be able to pull it off. Yeah. But it kept it was sent it to his email, and he finally got a hold. He's like, "Stop trying to reset my." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, hey, you know, uh, I, I really would like 
your Twitter handle. I see you're not using your account, and uh, it would help me out a lot because I'm trying to build this this brand. I guess I don't know what you do online. Yeah, you're yeah. building the Patrick Bauer brand. Yeah. brand. Yeah. See, I you guess. tried to build. A, so you tried to build a bridge to this guy by hacking his account. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it seems like it was a bridge <laughs> to nowhere. Am I right? He started oh, using the account. <laughs> what? He started using so it. So just out of spite. Like, I guess so. It's like, oh, this Twitter thing seems pretty cool. <laughs> like, like oh, if, if it was right. important enough for someone to hack it, I want it. Right. Exactly. How's his follower count compared to yours? How many comedians follow him? He's bullshit. He, <laughs> he doesn't have anything. It's just hack jokes about <laughs> butts and social commentary. And it's all in German. So right. That's, weird. that's oh, hilarious. Well, that's bullshit. Well, and that's the thing. And he's bilingual. I'm not. I, I would have to run his tweets through Google Translate right. I wanted to try and figure out what he was I saying. don't that know would probably that, make them I don't funnier. know that the pith would come off <laughs> what if it turned out what if it turned out he was just goading you in German the whole time like, yeah, all like every his tweets t- he's like he's just... up to thousands of tweets and they're all about how you eat a dick he would earn <laughs> himself a spot on my follow Friday yeah. <laughs> for, for sure I wonder if he's listening to this. It seems coincidental uh, enough that he's probably going to listen to this episode yeah, yeah so if obviously. you are if you are Start uh, talking about how the at the Patrick Power can eat a dick, so he will tell people to follow you. Now that we've sort of organically shifted into, plugs, I thought that's what you were doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I was really expecting more accolades about how organic that really was. But you know, whatever. If you don't want to, you know, no, no, no. Wait, you positively, want, you want me to give you a high five host. for min- doing the minimal required of your job? Yeah, this is your job. This is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You, the fact that you fuck it up every week doesn't mean that like oh. that we need to <laughs> that we need to cup your balls when you do it right for once. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I probably would do. That's better what the load blow did. machine is for. Yeah. yeah, we need to get that out here. Yeah. Well, but the but the SE model, the special edition well, model, yeah, has, yeah, the, right. has the has uh, the doesn't come factory with the ball the self warming ball cover. Yeah, and uh, the Parmesan sprinkler. Yeah, for marinara day. for your balls. Yes. So Pat, uh, your Twitter, your Twitter account, you've uh, you've got you've got like you have a good a good amount of jokes coming out of there. Like I, you're you're one of you you've probably got the most favorites from me on anybody from Twitter. Oh, uh, how prestigious! Wow. And you know what? I don't give those out very often. Uh, wants a pretzel I give them out when I do it on accident by <laughs> tapping the wrong thing on my Twitter. <laughs> so if I've ever favorited a tweet from you, it's because I was trying to read the tweet below it. But yes. uh, so followers can find you at the Patrick Bauer. Uh, do you have anywhere else that uh, you would direct them to find what you're up to online? Yeah, um, hentai-gay.org. <laughs> It's your, it's your personal <laughs> website, right? Yes, that's that's him and the German guy teamed up to build a website, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think it's it's a beautiful. Is expression. German porn any good? What anyone know? It's anything all about rape it? dungeons. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's very slippery. Old men. <laughs> it's, it's very gooey. Hmm. Old men and that's the weird thing. I don't. Yeah, I don't have time. It's weird because like um, uh, porn stars in the U.S. look awful. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like with the fake boobs or if oh, yeah, not, no, you know, ter- yeah. like if someone came back to view our culture from like a far away place or whatever, they'd be like, "Who are these terrible monsters copulating?" Right. Kind yeah. of to me, yeah. It, it, it's 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 off putting. I'm just like you know whatever the the standard definition of beauty might be in the United States with young men, they are they are dead wrong. <laughs> but it's it's so awful. So I, I'll anytime you know I'm, I'm trying to you know I'll, I'll watch some porn. 
All right. Sure. If, oh, I, don't no. ha- if I don't have my machine handy. Okay. <laughs> if Biden's hogging it. And so you'll see like some or of the... Or forgot to wipe off the ball cupper when he was done. Right. right. You'll you gotta, see, and you'll you see like a still frame in one of the videos like from one of the, the European ones. And I'm like, oh, these people look like normal people. This is kind of more, so, I want to watch this. And then, and then it's normal. And then he's, he's you know, having sex with a woman and it's like regular sex. And then all of a sudden out comes the urine stream. Or, you know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. So this is, this is my problem with porn, actually. It's like maybe I would watch more porn if it weren't like... If like all porn is like... Watch this girl that turned 18 yesterday have six dicks in her at once. <laughs> like, where's the porn that's like, hey, watch this moderately attractive dude have sex with a woman that you imagine is well, slightly off, hotter. You started the description with moderately attractive dude. Yeah. You're like, not marketing this well. Like, uh, like okay. Fair. I want my porn guys to be ridiculously good looking. Watch this, <laughs> watch this disembodied penis or whatever. Right. Have sex with a... Uh, have sex with now a woman that's, into that that's slightly more attractive than you think that you could get amazing. in a normal way. Like, he doesn't have his legs behind his head and laser beams shooting out of his ass. While his six dicks, like, there's just no normal sex in porn, is all I'm saying. I got carried away with something <laughs> that would also make me watch more porn. Well, you don't want it to be too normal and... either. You don't want some, you know, like, kind of guy just sort of odd, just uncomfortably groping a woman and like sort of flopping uh, lying on top of her and just sort of thrusting so you himself them, into you her. You still in want a weird to have way. a modicum of talent at sexual intercourse. Yeah. But. Well, you know, you know, and you got to uh, uh, do it right so you can see what's going on. You, know, you, you kind of maybe maybe I a little bit of the penis skill, going into the vagina. Yeah, I imagine uh, there's more skill involved in this than like we realize. Blocking. Yeah, there's a lot of block. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's close quarters. Blocking and blocking. lighting. Yeah. The unsung heroes of yeah, pornography. You want, yeah, you don't want, like, a ball shadow on the anus, either. On the, like, you gotta light that evenly. Yeah, right. So there's not a sack shadow. Right, well, ball even, I mean, shadow. just sacks. <laughs> Classic. Hipping so, and hopping in a ball shadow. Uh, oh. Do you have anything coming up? Uh, this will go out tonight that you want. Uh, do you, are you going to be singing ball shadow at a karaoke at place? At Convergence. Oh, yeah. Wow. Next week. Uh if you're not familiar with Convergence, it is a uh, four-day geek convention at the uh, Sheraton Hotel in Bloomington, and it is great. And uh, by day, it's just kind of like a normal convention. There's panels, you know what I mean? There's yeah. a merchandise room and all that. And then at night, everyone gets really sauced up and has sex <laughs> with each other. <laughs> and uh, I won't be doing that. I'll be performing stand-up, though, at uh, Harmonic Convergence. Which assures Convergence. that you will never have sex with any of the people in the room. Oh, well. Step well, on the my girlfriend's gonna plug. be there. Right, Good work. She'll be in the room, so I get to have sex with her later. Um, hey. But yeah, it, it's a it's a really good time, uh, and it's you know I'm not I'm not making a hundred dollars in a beer. Are you going to be performing every night or Thursday night okay. for sure at Harmonic Convergence, and then Stand Up Records has a cabana in part of the convention that'll be a rotating cast of comics. Oh, it's like a fancy convention, the kind with cabanas, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and rotating. It's a it's a cool play. I've never been there. There's like weird like snack food glory hole is one of the cabanas. Really, <laughs> yeah, uh, like a little snack comes out of the glory, and you got to eat the snack. What? Yeah. Wait, is that a thing? Yeah, that's absolutely. a real thing. Yeah. I am going to hear. Yeah. That's, so, what are the dates on that? Uh, you know the specific dates. I don't know. Uh, we'll figure it's it out. Today is July first, Canada He's, Day. Uh, <laughs> so I believe it would be the fifth, sixth, seventh for sure. Okay. And there's probably a day that I'm missing. Can they go to, like, convergence.com or something like that? I think it's convergence-con.com. 
hyphengay.org. So, <laughs> so you're it, on the fifth, though. If you look up Convergence on Google, it'll be one of the first few. Okay. And then the Christian metal band. <laughs> and we'll oh. we'll find the link and post it on the... Just hearing Christian metal band really bummed me out. <laughs> oh. Tell me we're not ending on that. Glad I could be there for you, buddy. No, Michael failed to pimp his own projects right now. What? We could go back to floating penises and pretzels again if we wanted to. <laughs> yeah, we haven't mentioned your blue genitals in so long. We're too busy thinking about the vice president's junk to notice yours. So can... I'm just... Since without I've, mentioning its powers have withered. Since I've never heard of this, so is it like... Yeah, Dan's just interested He's like, wait, well, there's a nerd convention no, here? No, I'm just genuinely curious. Like, is this like nerds of all walks of life? Are, Absolutely. Like, it's just sort of a generalized, like, are you interested in something convention? Yes, like, kind of, yeah. Okay. It, 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 there's a lot of cool events and everything. Like, I remember, uh, it might have been just last year, I was just walking by, and all of a sudden, out of one of the hallways... Like anywhere from fifty to a hundred steampunks just came uh-huh. waltzing into the room, <laughs> all really ridiculously good costumes. Right. You know, like very Wait, cool. do you think that they thought those were costumes, or do you think that that's just how they dressed? Good call. I don't know. Wow. And then they and then they wound up their clockwork load blow machine. <laughs> that was a great party. There's a lot of kilts at convergence. Really, you see a lot of that. Yeah. I I would imagine because kilts are, <laughs> kilts are. A thing that have use. Well, there's a huge utility kilts. It's right there That's in true. the name. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, one of my favorite things last year is a guy dressed like Firestorm, the nuclear man. Ooh. Any, <laughs> yeah. these DC Comics fans. And Did he light his head on fire to get the... He'd, if he didn't actually light it on fire, he had a good effect going uh-huh. on, so... I got my picture taken with him. With a, you, wait, so you stood next to... You like put your arm around a man that was literally on fire... Got it. And waited for someone to find the right button, yeah. hold it down long enough. Did he say you wouldn't? Did he have? Did he no, have, I'm just uh, saying your fight or flight instinct is is <laughs> confused. <laughs> did he hire people to follow him behind him as the separate personalities that inhabit the nuclear man's mind? <laughs> that, that would have been pretty good. Uh, and we are your territory. Past. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. And the year before that, I got my picture taken with Flexo, not Bender. Flexo. Bender <laughs> nice. with a tiny goatee. Nice. Yes. And, by, and by him, I mean me, Flexo. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. We've, we've devolved into Futurama re- uh, quotes now. Right. I don't think that's, that's an actual quote. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, you can follow Dan's uh, huh? you can follow Dan's comic book references at uh, on Twitter at his, Dan his underscore his fortnightly Linden. single comic yes, book exactly. reference at Twitter. I don't think I've ever made a comic book reference on Twitter. That's well, shocking. Get to, me. to work, I motherfucker. Guess, yeah, I've been really. You're letting down your public. Sorry, guys. You I follow... will pick days and just bombard my followers with references. <laughs> <laughs> Not all the time, but I'll just pick a day and I'll be like, "That's what it's about today, guys." Right. So, and You're I'll, I'll lose like, followers. Do you just make the announcement? Or do you just start doing you warn people? This, this last year I did when uh, May 4th was happening, which is, you know, May the 4th be with right. you at yeah. Star Wars Day. I did warn people this time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't the year before, and people just left on man. <laughs> so pissed at me. What was it the year before that chased them away? Uh, probably my, and it was my favorite tweet. It was, uh, here's a T-47 airspeeder joke about your mama that you might not like. I heard she was a Frisco Dak. Wow. <laughs> that, was... that stopped making sense to me after word three. <laughs> <laughs> the T-47 Wait, airspeeder. T-47 was the, like, that I was The snow with, speeder but... in Empire Strikes Back in the beginning. And Dak was, was Luke's co-pilot in it, so. 
though, right? <laughs> yeah. we all, Look, and I Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg is like, here's I Jimmy it, I was able to be silent long enough to parse together enough to know that that was actually a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was quite pleased with it. That's, you should Other be. people were not. You should be proud of that. Really? One, one guy were, was like, that were, is genius. I was you like, were oh, so sad. <laughs> you told that joke and ended up... With a sense of self-satisfaction out of it? <laughs> really? You told the most nerdiest Star Wars, the most in-depth nerdiest Star Wars joke ever, and it led to you having a sense of superiority and self-satisfaction? Absolutely. The what fewer people that get a joke, the better it often is. <laughs> it's an excellent point. And it's that kind of added you can see at Convergence next time. <laughs> Check out, uh, come to our, our, our website, howbadcast.com, or... Check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash howbadcast. We'll put up a link to uh, whatever Convergence website we find. <laughs> uh, or just, like, quick throw together uh, <laughs> from, from a uh, custom URL that I'm probably going to buy as soon as we get off the show. If you have something to say, if you have a more reference-heavy, densely-packed joke <laughs> that you want to send to us, uh, you can email us, Dan, howbadcast. At gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. I would love it if people were to send us nerdier Star Wars jokes. (laughs) If someone knows a Star Wars joke that is more in-depth, dense, and nerdy than that one, please send it. Yeah. Uh Um, If I could also plug uh, www.furryhentaicollection.com. The picture in question that we're talking about uh, is hentai dash furry dash anus dash ass dash bandana dash blush. Wait, <laughs> anus dash ass? Yeah, but, well, <laughs> because ass is a subcategory of anus, Dan. All right, the anus in hentai doesn't not necessarily need to have an ass around. I it. guess that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Wait, was, did I hear blood in there? Blush. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sure you could get a dash blood out of that website, though, if you wanted to. I just think we should all take a moment to thank whatever weird cartoonist decided <laughs> to do that. Decided to, to take time out of their lives to draw that prolapse anus cat lady. <laughs> thank I think you, he, would, he would probably man. answer, the paper already had a furry hentai-ass cat lady in it. <laughs> <laughs> I just helped people yeah, see I it. Right, Remove right, the parts right. that weren't that. Is that can you get that kind of shit at convergence? Like Probably. On, like there's like a there's like a, a room upstairs that There's as much uh Cthulhu merchandise as you would ever possibly hey. oh, shit, yeah. So can I get a magical bag of holding there? Because I figure that yes. would make moving easier. Absolutely. <laughs> can I get a drawing of Cthulhu with a giant prolapsed cat anus? Probably. <laughs> like if I asked the <laughs> so right that guy. Only a pro- he could sell me a magic bag with unlimited capacity for, for content. Yeah. Maybe well, I go down to Artist Alley. Get- Are you asking for a picture of Cthulhu like... As he's like the cat anus is part of his body, or he's got like his arm around the prolapse cat anus. Like this is my buddy. Oh, right I like here. that. Yeah, they can be on vacation. Yeah, and then Joe Biden can be on the side <laughs> giving the thumbs up. <laughs> it's just like the three of them in front of Mount Rushmore, like <laughs> smiling. Uh, okay. Yeah, you, yeah. What more? <laughs> more plugging. Follow at Habadcast. That's Steven. Yeah. Follow no at Mike S. Linden. That's me. If you want to find out about. If you want to see a show hosted by one of the third funniest people with <laughs> the day job, uh, come out to Galactic Pizza A story Pizza that Thursdays, you never actually told or 10 explained. 10 o'clock. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> Thursday uh, starts at 10 o'clock. Sign up starts at 9.30. Galactic Every Thursday Pizza. Galactic Pizza. Uh, Lindale and Lake. In Minneapolis. 
in Minneapolis, our beloved home mm-hmm. of How Could This Show Be Bad? <laughs> Thanks, Steve Montenegro, for being here. Thanks, Dan Linden, my co You're for- welcome. And thank you, Patrick Bauer. No Pat- problem. For coming in and just nerding and hentying this up. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, can... we get some nerds on the show, but none that are so aggressive about no, disgusting I think, us. <laughs> I think I can say I can say with confidence that this is at least one of the third most <laughs> tentacle <It's>... rape fuel filled <laughs> episodes of this show. And that's a guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> that warms my heart. Uh thank you listeners for listening as always. This has been How Could This Show Be Bad? Check out that prolapsed anus. Yeah. Anus dash ass. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> and if I ever lose my eyes, if my colors all run dry, it's if I ever lose my eyes, oh, I won't have to cry no more. Yes, I'm being followed by a moon shadow, moon shadow, moon shadow, leaping and hopping on a moon shadow, moon shadow.